Hey everyone, welcome to Real Talk with NMAC. Guess what? We're back and it is a brand new year. And we are here with our first episode of the season. And guess what? I have a special, special treat for you. My group that I like to call the Fab Five plus one. So I guess we're the Fab Six today. Normally, you get a little bit of your podcast host each episode. But today, you have a special treat because you get all five of us plus an extra bonus. So I'm really excited. If you don't know me, my name is Terrell Parker. He, him pronouns. I am program manager here at NMAC. I'm joined by my fabulous, fabulous colleagues. I would like to turn the floor over to the fabulous Damian to tell us about what's going on in the treatment division, what can we expect this year from the treatment division? I know you've got a lot of exciting things cooking up. I've been hearing it, but I'm ready for you to share it with the world. Damian, what's going on with treatment this year? Yes, we have so many things uh, for this year. Uh, and for those who don't know, we have two main programs, right? One is HIV 50 plus uh, strong and healthy program. And then the other one is uh, the Gay Men of Color Fellowship Program. And for the HIV 50 plus, we have so many things that are focused on empowering the community through education so that they can go and educate their community also on healthy living, comorbidities, uh, financial stability, and just to stay, to stay healthy in general as, a per, as people living with HIV who are 50 plus and older. And we also have another trainings that are more focused on advocacy, how they, uh, they can push things uh, in terms of politics, right? And how they can uh, empower themselves and also how they can provide the tools for the community to take action and mobilize. And that's just one of the components. We also have um, another components uh, that are going to take place this year. One of them is mini grants. We are going to be offering, we have this cohort 50 plus folks that are an amazing group. I, I've never seen so much energy and so much passion for a work that I than what I have seen in this in, with this group of folks and then for the mini grants we are going to be choosing a, a group of, uh, of folks from the present cohort and the idea is that we are going to fund their projects that the, that they have in their community right kind of to support the work that they are doing to help it uh, expand and be more impactful. Um, we are also going to develop a social media campaign. We know that um, there's not a lot of representation out there for 50 plus folks. So we want to make sure that we m make a social media campaign that is based on them, on their faces, that feels real, that is a message that, um, you know, that can reach uh, their peers. And also on that on that same line, uh, with the Game of Color Fellowship, as you were mentioning at the beginning, it is uh, a social media campaign that again was developed by them. All the concepts that uh, that are out there came from the fellows. Uh, they were tasked to meet into uh, uh, in groups and then develop not only the message but also the visuals, uh, but also the strategy. So that's why some of the messages are spicy because we are kind of 
everything around prep or mostly everything about around prep is super clinical and that's super important right but we also have to need need to have you know conversations that are centered in pleasure that are centered in in sex and that's exactly what we what we wanted to do and i think we were able to uh to accomplish it i'm super excited uh for the group that we had we are going to start recruiting for a new cohort um soon uh, in the in about a month um so i'm just excited to see how uh these new folks and what they bring and to also give them the nmac platform to uh to grow and then aside from those programs, we, uh, as you said, we also uh, are a PAC member for the CDC. And essentially uh, what we are tasked is uh, to help the CDC or to support the CDC in, um, in uh, expanding the reach of the Let's Stop HIV Together campaign. And essentially that's a campaign that it's centered on treatment, prevention, but also it has a strong component on stigma. And we are be going to be collaborating with other organizations and also with other influencers because the idea behind this project, right, behind this grant is to reach uh, uh, those communities that are not necessarily, uh, that we are not necessarily targeting uh, around HIV, right? So we are looking for organizations and influencers that are outside the HIV field so that we, you know, can make sure that we, we put the message out there. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Damian, once again for everything you're doing, the fabulous, amazing work. And if you're looking forward to seeing some of our podcast hosts in person, you can check us out this year at the Biomedical Prevention Conference. We will have a presence there, and I'm sure you can check out some of Damian's fabulous social media campaigns and campaigns in general that he's putting together. So, Lauren, up next, we talked about prevention, we talked about messaging, we talked about reaching the appropriate communities, but I want you to talk about how important is leadership to ending the HIV epidemic in the U.S., and what are you doing with the Elevate Project to enhance leadership for people with HIV? Thank you for that, Tara. That's actually a really good question, a really good just point to, to start at Elevate. Um, I mean, the name is really focused on building a community and the capacity for people living with HIV through employment. That's what it's really all about, making sure that our folks are within those spaces where they can represent community, um, bring that diversity that's needed and the lived experiences and get paid fairly and compensated for it. So the training really helps people walk through those different experiences of planning services, delivering services or improving services. That's our three main tracks that we lead people through so that they will be um, prepared for the HIV workforce and be those leaders that we need to get it to zero to end the epidemic finally. So we, we do all of that through Elevate. And I mean, that's really the main focus of the work that we do is a um, evolution of block, which was our former HRSA funded program, um, Building Leaders of Color. And um, we were very successful in that program. And so it really helped set the stage for the work we do in Elevate from all of the community input and um, you know even the research that we done through our evaluations team 
um, ICF, we were really able to learn a lot and ultimately develop a program like Elevate. I'm very pleased to be a part of it. You know, just last week we had our cisgender women's training that focused on just the the experiences of that specific community. So that's how mm-hmm. our trainings are con- are kind of, I guess you could say, selected. Is we we choose certain communities, certain impacted communities, and we bring everyone into this beautiful space together and just elevate them into a new um, way of thinking about. HIV, coping with HIV, living with HIV, and also giving them the job skills necessary to take them into the HIV workforce. So it's, it's, it's an amazing opportunity for me and for the participants as well, but I think I get more out of it. Just seeing people go from, and you know, just their beginning, so to speak, to at the end when you see them and they graduate and you know, it's just an amazing experience. So thank you, Terrell. Absolutely. So Lauren put that so eloquently, but I'm going to give it to y'all a different way. Elevator is about helping people living with HIV secure the bag. Okay? It's about giving them the skills that they need to be in the positions to make decisions and to make the money that they deserve because they're subject matter experts. We've brought them to the table for too long and it's not been meaningful involvement. So really, Elevate is about helping people get the bag, but it's about helping people get the knowledge that they need to get the bag. So if you're a person living with HIV anywhere across the United States, you have an interest in doing this work. You're volunteering at an organization and you want to grow. Maybe you're a tester and you're at the beginning stages of your career you want to grow. Maybe you're a case manager and you want to learn more skills so that you can move up to leadership. It is for you. Secure the bag. Get the knowledge and help us in the epidemic. But we're going to pay you everything you're worth while we're doing it. And that's what it's about. It's an equitable model. It's about empowering leaders, but also making sure they get their fair share. And I think that's just as important as saying that we want to empower leaders. We can't empower people to be broke. We want to empower them to be sustainable. And making sure they get money is part of the job, right? Okay, Laura's shaking her head. Y'all can't see her, but she's shaking her head like, "Mm mm-hmm, I know that's right. Okay. (laughs) Up next, I'm going to turn it over to CJP. Elevate has a I like to call it a a sibling program, and it is Escalate, and it's all about ending stigma throughout the Ryan White HIV AIDS Services Program. So, Chris, tell us a little bit more about Escalate. What is expected this year, and how are you working to end the epidemic? Thanks, Terrell, and I love that. Get the bag. In fact, that's what we're trying to do is get that bag out to all communities. And I think one thing we've all heard in all of our programs and even in all our communities is that stigma affects everybody. And when I like, always like to talk about stigma, you know, a lot of people don't have the experience of experiencing HIV stigma. But because of COVID, a lot of people have experienced stigma around COVID probably for the first times in their lives that they've ever had stigma and they've ever had to deal with it. You start coughing or you, you know, somebody, ha- you know, in your family has come down with COVID, everyone's like, stay away. And this is the first time they've had to do, deal with that. So I love the fact that here in um, in Mac that we are going to really bring and address reducing and eliminating stigma. And what I love, love about Escalate is that 
it's not about pointing fingers. It's not saying what you're doing is wrong or what you're doing. It's really about bringing in and talking with and joining that that journey of Escalate so that we look in ourselves. And I think I, as I talked in the beginning of the of the podcast was that, you know, I'm all about now for myself, healthy living, especially around the mental health. So what Escalate does is that it invites our participants not just to put Escalate on the shelf or as they go through training to learn about what other people do to encourage stigma. It invites us to go on this journey with our clients, with those who are living with HIV to experience stigma and the effects and what have we done? What am I doing uh, unconsciously or even consciously that I'm doing that may, you know, further make our brothers and sisters journey more difficult? And this is why it's like, well, how come nobody's coming into our clinics? Welcome. Nobody is coming in and staying on medication. Why are my numbers low? And why are we not seeing the clients? Because we know the numbers are there. We know folks are out there. We are trying to invite people in to have a mental change because that's what 2022 is about. Mental change for healthier living. And so that's what we're trying to invite people in. So that's what's new for 2022. It's a five-day training. It's all across the U.S. So one of the things that we're trying to do is um, really invite a great diverse communities out there, not just in the Indian country, which has been oftentimes overlooked. One of the things that we need and we're changing even within ourselves is that infections and um, diseases, those types of things do not respect social lines. They don't respect borders. You know, we're all human beings. We are, you know, if somebody, if I got coughed on by COVID and I didn't have the shot, I would come down with it even more severely. So what we're trying to do is invite everybody across the U.S. And one of the things, and one of my themes, especially with Indian country, is that, you know, we can't do this by ourselves. No community can do this by themselves. So we're not trying to silo Indian country, African-Americans, or um, trans individuals or anybody into silos, but to bring everybody to the table to enjoy each other's experiences and to find out what we can learn from each other's communities. And that's what I love about Escalate is that we bring diverse communities together. We learn from each other. And I, having you know done a couple of these trainings now with you, Terrell, and the team, is that I'm always learning something. I am always learning something about myself, and that's what I love about Escalate. And I encourage everybody to join in, come in with the fun, get that bag of information, as you said, Terrell and Lauren, and uh, come visit us. You can either visit us in, on nmac.org, targethiv.org, forward slash Escalate, forward slash training, or just reach out to any of us. Come to our um, website and say, hey, what's up with Escalate? Let me, let me have some knowledge, and I will hook you up with some knowledge. Um, to our Native brothers and sisters up in Alaska, all over the U.S., and to anybody who's really interested about. So that's what's new in 2022. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Crystal. So far, you've heard from Damian all about the amazing work that we're doing in treatment to empower our over 50 community, gay men of color. We heard all about Lauren, the amazing work that they're doing over in the Elevate Project um, trainings. You can go to, excuse me, targethiv.org slash Elevate for a full list of trainings. They're doing trainings once a month across the United States right now. They're virtually, but a little birdie told me that they may be 
be in person later this year if public health guidelines allow us to be. So there may be opportunities for you to travel and meet other people, like Chris said, from different communities where we can learn from each other and grow together because that's what it's all about. If we're going to end the HIV epidemic, we got to put it all together and we got to work together. So next, Gabriella, tell us more about the women's program that you alluded to earlier. You said that you're launching a program. What program are you launching and how can people get involved and learn more? Thank you, Terrell. That's a great question. So I'm launching a women's empowerment program. It's called GLOW, Growing Leadership Opportunities for Women. And this program would allow all women to feel empowered through learning about We're learning together. We're learning about sexual health. We're learning about the reproductive system. We're learning about how to advocate for your health. Like when you go into the doctor's office, we know that black maternal mortality rate is higher than it's ever been before. So when you go to the doctor, making sure that you are being heard when you're in the doctor, making sure you know what to do when they're not hearing you and making sure that even in the workplace, you feel empowered to stand up for yourself. The whole program is about making sure that women have the tools that they need to go out into the community and be empowered and do everything that they want to do and not hold back because I feel like women are often told to, you know, not do as much, maybe lessen yourself. No, the whole purpose about GLOW is to be the best woman that you could be. And we also discuss holistic health. So we also talk about mental health, behavioral health. And, you know, you have to make sure that you're fine before you go out and help others. That is GLOW. We'll have a couple of listening sessions and a training because throughout the whole purpose of the GLOW implementation program, we're making sure that we're being intentional. So it is curated by women for women. We have women creating the development the curriculum development. We have women making sure that we're beta testing the curriculum, making sure that women are reading over their curriculum and making sure that we're reaching every demographic that we plan on reaching. So we'll have women from each demographic help us to carry a program, especially for women. So you feel empowered to know women are the lead in every step of the way with GLOW. We do have allies, of course, because, you know, allies are important too. So we do have allies, but GLOW is a program made by women for women and help with empowerment. But that's not the only thing I do. I have the youth programming. <laughs> I have to plug in my youth programming, of course. So we have the Youth Initiative, which is a program for youth in um, 18 to 25. We are scholarship applications will be opening soon. And, you know, you do get to go to USCHA and USCHA is in Puerto Rico this year. But aside from that, there's wonderful other perks. You learn a lot. Yesterday, we just had a meeting about the social determinants of health. So the youth programming has a lot of powerful things that we talk about, medical mistrust, global impact of health. So if you're youth interested in programming and you want to join MMAC, join the youth initiative. Applications will be opening soon. It is a great way to become a youth advocate. And also there, um, you'll see some of our youth maybe out in the community working on their HIV community projects because that will be happening earlier in this half of the year. So I know Terrell asked me about the women's programming, but I had to plug in my youth, of course. So yeah. Absolutely, because we can't leave anybody behind. We can't leave our youth behind. They are the future, and we have to make sure that we prepare them with the knowledge, the education, 
the tools and the resources um, to live their best, most healthiest lives. And the Youth Initiative is a great program. They go out and do great work within their communities. And definitely just want to shout you out again, Gabriella, for the work that you're doing with the women's programming. It's really cool to see the women of IMAC kind of, you know, have your women-only meetings where you focus on the women's program and you don't invite them in because our opinions aren't necessary because you're the subject matter experts on your lives. You lead the initiative. And when we have our opportunities to support and be an ally, we do that. But I think it's just really cool to see an initiative that is 100% led by women. So bravo, because it's needed, um, especially for women of color. When we think of HIV acquisition and health outcomes for black women, Latinx women, we need this program. And last but certainly not least, Darnell, do you want to close us out with anything we can expect coming from our communications and social media department this year? So, yes, guys, please sign up to be a social media fellow. The requirements kind of have changed. Um, We're not going to allow you to basically give us your platforms and say this is how many followers I have, so pick me. No, we've had some... Uh, interactive questions added on to that survey. So now you have to tell us what you could do to help uh, reach our 50 plus. If we did a partnership campaign with you and your platforms, what would that campaign be and why? Um, We're trying to co-brand our different ambassadors from the youth initiative, from the gay men of color, from the social media interns, all of that to build um, MX presence on social media just a little bit more. So you'll see a lot of new different things coming from, from our social media aspect of the communications department. We're just trying to get everything out there as, as much as we can. All right. That means Darnell's going to be working hard, y'all. He's going to be pushing out a lot of content. And like we talked about earlier, it's important for us to make sure that these messages are reaching the right people, reaching the right communities. And Darnell is going to have a really important role in making sure that we do that because we cannot end the epidemic if we're only ending it in one community. We got to end it in the communities that are most impacted. All right, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. We gave y'all a very, very, very small preview of what what is to be expected from NMAC this year. You've heard about our efforts in the treatment division to ramp up campaigns that are provocative, that are reaching the community. You heard about our Elevate project that is all about empowering leaders to get the education, the bag, and the leadership opportunities they need to be sustainable, but also give us the input we need to end the HIV epidemic. Chris talked about all of the amazing work that we're doing across the United States to end HIV-related stigma so that people can receive culturally competent care when they go to the doctor and when they go to receive their prevention services. We talked all about our fabulous women's program that is going to just boost women's leadership across this country. Just wait and see. And of course, our amazing, amazing youth initiative. The youth are the future. So if you want to learn more about these projects, And this is just the tip of the iceberg. We have some people that weren't even here. Our conferences division wasn't here, but you do know our biomedical conference is coming up in April. We also have USCHA live right now. It's in person in Puerto Rico in October. We have so many things to look forward to this year, y'all. It's been a long year, a long, difficult two years. And I don't know about y'all, but I'm looking forward to seeing everybody 
in person at Biomedical. Hopefully we can shake hands, dap up, maybe give each other a hug if you're hugging and you want to share space. But I miss you all. Can't wait to see y'all in person. This is our first episode of the year, but it's not the last. You can catch us the first and the third week of each month. We got some amazing topics, some amazing guests, and we wouldn't mind hearing from you. If you want to be a guest, you have a topic you want to talk about, feel free to reach out to us. Visit us online, www.nmac.org. You can find all of our contact information from there. We'd love to hear from you. Let's end this HIV epidemic together, y'all. Real talk, we out.